Hey guys, today we're talking about Lavender Lion's Bath and Body. Check them out. She's got um, the regular bath bombs, the shower bombs. She's got the men's beard wax oils and aftershave gels, scoopable wax for wax melters, body glitter, spray soaps, and much more. They're located at 3446 South Main Street. 3446 South Main Street. That's in Salt Lake City. Uh, and then the new product they have out this week, it's going to be the shampoo bars. They look like donuts. I want to eat them, but uh, it's shampoo and it's a bar. So check them out, guys. Tell them that Big Things 9 sent you, and uh, I think you'll be pretty happy with uh, you know what she's got for you. Can you hear me? Yes. Awesome. A lot better? Um, a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I switched devices, so ho- hopefully this will help. Yeah, it's but, a little um, clearer. Awesome. So how are you? How are things? I'm good. Just getting over being sick for a couple of weeks, but much better. Yeah. Ugh. I hate sickness. <laughs> me too. <laughs> and, you, it was, and it was bron- bronchitis, bronchitis, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so, because... It felt like that because I used to get bronchitis a lot in my 20s and 30s. Uh-huh. I haven't since been in my 40s, but that's what it felt like, that burning. Yeah, when you cough. Yeah, yeah, yeah my, lots of coughing. Ashley, my ex-girlfriend, she used to get it a lot. And, uh, you know, she said it was, it was just miserable. Yeah. You know, but, well, that's good. So um, what do you want to talk about? You want to talk about forgiveness? Yeah, I was thinking about talking about forgiveness. That's, let's do that. You, do you want to start it off to say something about it and we can just go from there? Yeah. Um, okay. A lot of people think like when they forgive somebody that they're mm-hmm. condoning the behavior, like they're saying it's okay that the person wronged them. Uh-huh. But that's ne- definitely not the case. Um, if we carry around an offense or unforgiveness, mm-hmm. it damages us. Yep. It, it eats away at us and eats away at our spirit and our soul. And it, it, it's like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Oh, wow. Okay. I get that. You I know, that. when we don't forgive because we're just harming ourselves because when we forgive them, when we don't forgive them, we're letting them live rent free in our head. Yeah. We're oh. constantly revisiting the offense. We're constantly revisiting how they hurt us. Mm-hmm. But when we forgive them, 
we release them from the bondage in our minds and our hearts. Mm-hmm. And, and like the Bible says that when we forgive others, God will forgive us. Mm-hmm. So if we're holding on to an offense, we can't expect God to forgive us for our screw ups and our mistakes. Correct. Yeah. And also another mm-hmm. important point I wanted to make was yeah. forgiving ourselves. Yes. Yeah, important. We screw up, like we're not perfect and we we're trying mm-hmm. our best. Sometimes we make a mistake and you know, we have to learn how to forgive ourselves. We have to clean up our mess, you know, the best we can, but we also have to forgive ourselves in the process because if we're constantly beating ourselves up over the head, then we're never going to get anywhere. We're not going to grow. We're just going to stay stuck. So when, when I started treatment, that was like one of the first things we talk about is forgiving yourself. And uh-huh. it's not done overnight. Like for me, it took a lot of work. A lot of souls, a lot of soul uh, searching, but I learned that in accountability or like the two things that you got to get quick, you know, when you get into recovery, those are, those are two of the most important things, you know, and just, and just forgiving and then, you know, holding yourself accountable for your actions. Cause when people, when people use drugs and everything and they're out on the streets, like they don't care, they don't care about themselves, you know, like for me, like when I look at myself in the mirror. Uh-huh. You know, so I mean, the whole forgiveness thing really was kind of overwhelming at first, you yeah. know, because you you realize like all the wrongs you did and everything. But you know, that's that's okay though, because that's your past, and and you know, God forget God forgives, you know. So right, you know, if 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 God can do it, then we can do it, you know. You know, with, for for with me, it took a lot of praying and soul searching, you know. But uh, you know, I, I I got there, and you know, praise God for giving me three and a half of the of years I thought I would never get when I was using, you know, I never, I never imagined having a lifestyle and doing and doing what I do now. You know, I never in a million years would have told you on a podcast about being a better person and forgiveness. Like I would have called you crazy, Uh (laughs) you know, but that's that's what, that's what's neat about. We learned so much about it. And like, even though I was out there using and causing havoc and whatever, like, at the end of the day, like I was able to, you know, look back and, and see what I had done and why I did it, you know? And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think, you know, I'm, I believe in God, obviously, you know that. And, um, I just think like God's important, you know, and if you're not religious, that's fine. Just start, start off with some kind of, um, like a higher power, you know, and that's a term people use a lot. Um, but for me, when I say my higher, higher power, I'm talking about myself. I'm, I'm sorry. When I say my, my higher power, I'm talking about God. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, I think that's God. That's that's God making me mess that one up so he can get a laugh. <laughs> yeah, I can just do it on my own. Okay, yeah. <laughs> You're so funny. Yeah, that was tr- cute. That was, <laughs> that was a funny slip. <laughs> that's an that's an okay slip. Just forgive. <laughs> yeah, I hope you forgive well, me for that. <laughs> you are made. You are made in His image, so yeah. you know. <laughs> but we do have to. But that's another thing. People do like think of themselves as gods and goddesses, and yeah. have like self worship and selfishness. <laughs> and when we put others first, and when we serve, like you serve. Uh-huh. community you serve the the recovery community yeah like that is the that is like we're supposed to serve um <laughs> rule like a king and or wait serve 
serve like a king. What's the last part of it? I I've heard of the I don't know the last part though. Yeah, like serve like a king or rule like a king and serve yes. like a servant or something like or something. I don't know. It's a really cool quote. I can't remember yeah. it, but no, I, anyway. I, 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 we're, I somewhat, we're supposed to be selfless and not selfish and think of others before we think about ourselves. I, I agree. I agree with that. And I think though, like just selfishness, sometimes that can be a thing and it's needed. Like, you know, like when you, when you have to surrender, you know, when you have to surrender to God, you know, and, yeah. and just accept the help that, that you're being given, you know, and people tell you if this is a different turn, turn like different way of saying selfishness, but it's time for you to be you to be selfish and work like when you're right there at the beginning, you know, it's time to, to it's focus on you. You're not trying to please anybody else. Right. You're, you're, but you're just trying to take take care of yourself. And then later on, you can, you know, be socialized with your friends and, and mates or whatever. But but um, but yeah, so it's yeah, that's you have just, to do the internal work and and yep. root out the things that are causing you to use in the first place. And and, and your friends are and your friend. Uh, you have a lot of friends too that that you got to do that with, you know. Right. You have to separate yourself, and and yeah, because God wants us in community. Because you yes, know the Father, yes. Son, and the Holy Spirit are perfect community. Yes. And God wants us in community, but He wants us in healthy community, where yep. people are loving and serving each other and thinking of others higher than themselves. Yes. And when we go low. When we serve in the kingdom, you know, because the world tells us to be selfish. The world oh, yeah. says to worry yes. about ourselves and worry about our own goals and dreams and be independent. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the world is interdependent in tribes in in like Africa and um, other countries. Like they need each other to do things like, you know, we can just call a plumber, but there uh -huh. they, they have to like rely on somebody who has the skills that they need and they have to ask for help you uh -huh. know? and and it's not like a, a payment thing. It's like a yeah. supportive thing, uh -huh. but I know what you mean. Like you have to isolate yourself from the toxic people in your lives and the toxic traits, but yeah. And, and it's, nobody... it's... good. Yeah. No, I was saying like, you can't do it alone. Like, first of all, you no. need God. And second of all, you need supportive community around you. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. And, you know, on the topic of, of forgiveness, you know, like it's maybe you can help me with this one, but you, you know, forgiving someone, it's it's not something that's just done overnight. Some are easier than others. Is that correct? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. For sure, for sure. Yeah, that's good. Like whenever you think of that person or their their offense against you, uh -huh. you forgive them again each time you know, the, the thought of the incident or the circumstances come up, uh -huh. you just forgive them. You posture your heart toward Jesus and you just say, I forgive them and I bless them. And it, it, it's going to take a while. Like notifications might be blowing up your internal phone. You know, you might just yeah. be like, Oh, this like person, that. they messed, they messed up so bad with me. They hurt me so bad, you mm -hmm. know, but you have to just forgive them and release it back to God because he takes our burdens and he, and he makes them brand new. He makes beauty for ashes, you know, like he takes yeah. our junk and makes it into beautiful art. Yeah. Wow. That's good. That's good to hear. Definitely. That's awesome. I mean, look what he did with your life. You know, like you said, you used to be using on the streets and a total yeah. mess and now you're helping yeah. others. You're serving others. You're yep. creating a safe, loving community where people can go to receive comfort and receive support and just have family have people that love them and care about them 
and want to see the best for them and have healthy lifestyles to where they're supporting healthy healthy lifestyles and others mm-hmm. well there's a lot of like where i live i live right on side of downtown and uh-huh. there's a lot of homeless people not it's not a ton of homeless people like what i used to see back in the day before you know they sent all the state troopers in to fix it um uh-huh. but there's still quite a few and there's a couple of young couples you know and there's this one couple which which it's it's i have such a soft spot in my heart for them because when i look at them it, it reminds me of how Ashley and I were when we were out there running and gunning, you know, and, uh-huh. and, you know, we just, ha- we, you know, I, I've always said a thousand times, like, I feel like God put her in my life and, and vice versa, you know, because it, we were at a point where at least I was where I couldn't even hold my head up, you know, uh-huh. and, and we, even though we were using together, we found a way out, you know, and that's awesome. Praise God. Yeah. And, and it wasn't just one of us, it was both of us that had to find that way, you know, yeah. But um so yeah, you know, for me it's like I don't really have any body left to ask for forgiveness. I know like my family's been awesome. They've been way awesome. And uh, you know, we pretty much have that the whole forgiveness part understood, you know, both ways. And and you know, it's uh we're we're all family together again. It's incredible, you know. That's awesome. Yeah, and my mom's I think is coming out here sometime, maybe hopefully summer. And then I'm still trying to get my dad and stepmom. They they want to come out. So, yeah, I love oh. it. They they can come out. They can come out all day. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we got great snow skiing here. We got everything people need. <laughs> but um, changing gears, I wanted to ask you about. I'm sure. Do you hear about fentanyl a lot on the news and stuff down in Vegas? Um, you know, you mentioned it that it was a topic that you wanted to discuss, and I mm-hmm. quick Google searched it and like eight hours ago, five hours ago, one day ago, two days ago, there's fentanyl cases popping up all over the country. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, and you know where it comes from? Huh? China. Wow. I had a guy, I, I've heard that before. And I know a guy that's, I used to be a big customer of his and, you know, he was, he was connected to the cartel guys and I run into him every once in a while. Train. And, uh-huh. and just, you know, he was coming, like he works a regular day job too, before he goes and sells drugs, but he's connected. And, and I asked him, I said, dude, what is with all the fentanyl coming from Mexico? And he said, we're not, he's like, he said, we don't know how to manufacture. He said, the Chinese are sending it directly into their ports. Wow. And then they're, all they're doing, they're cut, you know, cut heroin with, or just give out straight fentanyl and people are dying. And the reason people are dying with fentanyl is because it's the difference between fentanyl and heroin is that when you do fentanyl, it's like an instant punch, like boom, like you were messed up, you know, uh-huh. but, but the problem with fentanyl is it only lasts three, three to four hours. When you do heroin, it lasts you for like 12 hours. It can uh-huh. 10, 12 hours, but with heroin, you don't get that, that boom. That's really dangerous. You know, like right when you do it. And, um, oh. yeah, cause it's cut down with stuff, but the fentanyl, uh-huh. like if you do like, you know, a 20 of raw fentanyl, like that's going to, you're probably not going to get up from that. Wow. You, you know, $20 worth of fentanyl, that's it. And it'll kill you. And, uh, they said, I saw the other day that, um, somebody said like the amount of fentanyl that comes across our border, um, is it the, the dollar amount in, in one day. Is enough to to 
kill homelessness across this country. Wow. Financially wise. But we've heard that with other things, though. People say, well, you know, you donate it to here and you're going to help homelessness. Well, it's just people are going to do what they want to do. You know, people don't want to give money to a certain thing. And I, I get that, you know. You know, but um, it's just people are dying. And I had another conversation with the homeless, that homeless couple I was telling you about. Uh-huh. And uh, I was asking them about fentanyl. And they, and they said the same thing. They said, we heard it's from China. So I kind of, I think this is an epidemic right now with the fentanyl. And so the way I see it, this is two strikes for China. You know, you got fentanyl yeah. and, and, you got, and you got the Wuhan virus, you know, COVID. And I hope there's not a third thing, you know, but, um, but that's, what's bad right now is fentanyl. It's just, it's killing people. And I know a couple of people that has killed, you know, yeah. I actually know, I actually know three people in the past year about. And, yeah. I hear uh, they're cutting it into marijuana. I heard into that too. Meth, into cocaine. Some spring breakers just died. Like 10 spring breakers from West Point just died in Florida. I, yep. From yep. overdose. Yeah. Well, I felt you know they do it. With, they do it with the marijuana. They have a they have a big Ziploc bag of the marijuana, and then they 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 dump fentanyl. It's a it's like a light, very light kind of brownish powder, uh-huh. and because in hair, everyone's actually a little better. But um, okay, what they do is they'll fill a bag up with marijuana, like the one of the big super size bags, you know, and uh-huh. then they'll they'll dump the fentanyl in there, and they will just shake it all up. So when you look at because when you look at marijuana, it it has like those kind of like those crystals and like stuff that it's you know, and so, yeah. the fentanyl, so the fentanyl powder goes right into it and and people people that wouldn't even know that it's there that's so scary you know and like you could like smoking pot it's such like a i don't know for me it was like a late high school and college type thing you know but i didn't right. know any i didn't know anything you know i went to spring break i could have bought bad shit you know like mm-hmm. those people those people that overdose i mean they just got the wrong the wrong person at the wrong time, you know? Yeah. I did hear that. That was West Point people? Mm-hmm. Wow. And did, do you know in Florida where it was by any chance? I think they said Miami. Miami, yeah. There's a lot of fentanyl down in Miami-Dade. A lot of it. And um, you know another thing they're doing? They're, the, the Mexican cartels are doing this. They get the... the and it's, it's like shaped like a little ladder. And they crush fit. They put a pill press. They put it in a pill press and in fentanyl. And so Xanax is a it's a benzo. When you miss ben, benzos and opioids, it's gonna die. And wow. so people know that they buy these pills, and it's just like it kills you. You know, like I could never imagine it. You know, um, wow. Yeah, and so it's just one thing that families are dealing with, and it's just. And I hear about it from everywhere, and it um it makes me sad, you know. And I'm, but at the same time, feel that I was able to get clean when I did because I would have been all about I would have been all about the fence when I was using. Yeah, it's scary. But I don't. I did. I lucked out, you know. I re- you know, God's looking out for me. I'll say that. Yeah, you overcame before you had to deal with that temptation. Yeah, you know it's it, it's tough though. You know, like sobriety, like. Like you could see somebody like me who's three and a half, three and a half years sober. You know what happens? Uh-huh. If I, what happens if I happen to walk into it one day? Like I, I've never like had to be in a situation because I know not to go, go to right. a certain certain place. But you yeah. know, without my instinct, 
you know, it'd be a different story, you know, like I get it. I can really get a feel for it, you know, and I just, I don't get put myself in situations, you know, I know where all my friends live and I don't, I just, you know, when you, when you, when you, I've heard of stories about people, they've been sober for years and they walk, uh-huh. into, they walk into a room where everybody's, you know, snorting fentanyl or heroin, whatever, you uh-huh. know, and they're just like, well, you think to yourself like, oh, it's just a little bit's okay, you know, but no, a little bit's not okay, <laughs> you know, right. so, so uh, yeah, I, I just, I feel for all the families, you know, and, uh, and what, what they're going through. Um, yeah. I know, um, What's it called? You know, bas- basalts. You ever heard of those? Yeah. Basalts are actually pretty bad in Vegas, I understand. Oh, um, really? Because it's kind of, it's, it's in that category with the crystal meth, but just like, it's just like, it's, uh-huh. it's, it's, it's the same exact way, you know? Wow. But, um, but yeah, it's just people, too many people are dying and they don't, they don't, they don't have to die, you know? Like these people don't have to die. You know, they were, I mean, just because they're an addict doesn't mean they're a bad person, you know? Right. Like, like some of the people I talk to, homeless people, they're like the nicest people in the world. You know, mm-hmm. like, I'll go out there and, you know, I'll see him hanging out. Like, you guys want a couple of sodas or something? I'll go and I'll go into the store right there and go buy him a drink, you know? Nice. I, I, I tell him, you know, I, I can't help you out with any cash because, you know, I don't want to be a part of where that cash is going. But I tell him that. And I said, you know, but it, that's not my business, you know, but I would just prefer if I – you something you know whatever you want you know, back potato chips you know yeah um, and just because people need it you know and, and a lot of times they don't eat because they don't really it's across town where they would get their food or whatever right so but i don't know i just i i, I hate seeing it i'm sick of it you know and i'm just i don't want to see anybody else die you know for for my that was really tough you know yeah and and, and it wasn't just me a lot of people really really after his death, you know, like not like struggled, like getting high, just like emotionally, you know, that was really right. tough on us. You know, it's yeah. just we all, you know, those are we all. Uh, there's a bunch of us that knew Miles, and 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 some of us that knew him better than than other people did, you know. And yeah. uh, and he struggled. He really struggled. Um, he had health problems, though. You ever heard of radioactive dye? Yes. He had radioactive dye get put into his arm and his arm almost fell off oh my gosh yeah i don't know what happened if if it didn't get in a vein properly but it was loose in his arm just eating up his eating his flesh uh-huh. and, and so he had a there was a lawsuit and he made a lot of money from it um oh. so he was a guy that always had a lot of money he could spend on whatever he wanted and he was sick you know he was sick from it you know he his arm it looked a lot better, but he still, it got to the point where there's some days he'd be in tears over it. And he, half the time he was here, I would say, the other half he was in the hospital in, in the last oh, year. Oh, wow. Just because that radioactive dye. Like, I don't know. That's Because that stuff's supposed to go right into your vein, right? That's how yeah. they, That's how it, it's to pinpoint, you know, where the issue is, right? Right. So, yeah, so the person, I think what happened was the person that was, that was shooting the vein, the needle slipped out and she didn't know it. Oh, it, scary! And they kept pushing it because it was through an IV. Like Jesus, oh, man. Uh, he, I saw him in pain. He, he, I, I saw him. He, one day I went over there just to see what he was up to. I hadn't seen him in a couple of days, and uh-huh. I walk in there and he started crying. And Aww. he goes, he, he goes, Keith, I don't. He goes, I'm gonna die. And I was like, You're not gonna die. You don't selfish. He's like, No, not suicide. Like I'm gonna die. 
You know, he's like, I'm in so much pain right now. I can't live another day like this. I can't do it. Cry. He's just crying to me. And I'm like, let's go to the hospital. He goes, it doesn't matter what they say. They, they, they think I'm in there to get like a prescription or something. You know, that's not the case. Oh, wow. You know, so they said his, his, you know, it was, I guess it was a suicide. I don't know what the final word was on it, but, um, yeah, there were no marks of like being strangled or anything like that, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I think he, I think he definitely OD'd. He knew what he was doing. Like I said, it was a while ago where he was talking about it, and um, you know, even though he was an addict and he struggled, when that guy was sober, he was one of the nicest people you'd ever meet. You know? Oh wow! And I have friends out there right now that are that are really struggling that I'm not talking with, you know, mm. and and, and they're, when they're sober. They are like even addicts in general, most of them, when you get sober, like you people become amazing people, you know, and I love a, my big thing. I always say is I love a good story. Yeah, and there's nothing better than, you, you know, people see me and like, oh, Keith, you look great. You're doing well, you know, um, and, and I see more and more people like that on a daily basis. And yeah. I, I see people and I tell them like, you know, I'm not going to lie. I didn't think I don't think you'd ever get sober. Keith, I didn't think you'd ever get sober. Can I play this out? Yes, one one second. I'm gonna give you a countdown. Actually, I'm gonna say something that'll let you do that. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Um, okay. So we're back, and thanks for Tisa. Thank you for coming on. I really enjoyed it. I just getting your insight of what's going on down there and what's going on up here, and you know, doing what we can to make the world a better place. You know, and uh, that's what we do. You know, we try to save lives. That's what Big Things by Nine is. You know. Uh, the podcast is the podcast is, is just a small part of it, you know. So, um, but uh, Tisha, are you ready to pray us out? Sure. All right, let's do it. Thank you, Jesus, for this day. Thank you so much for Keith <laughs> <laughs> and my dog Amber. <laughs> yeah, keep going. It's fine. Um, thank you for Keith and his amazing life and his amazing, amazing, generous heart, Lord. And we just lift up anybody struggling right now that is using we just pray that they have an undeniable encounter with you and that your manifest presence fills their heart to overflow with love joy peace and righteousness and that they know that they can just surrender to you and have a better life and just have you as their best friend that you will love them and care for them and you already are loving them because you created us all in your image and you just love us so much. And yep. I just thank you for all that Keith does for this community, Lord. And I just pray anybody that is thinking about using fentanyl would just change their mind and their heart right now. That they would just say no and just walk away and have the strength to resist the temptation that mm -hmm. Jesus was even tempted, but he resisted it. And so we, I just pray and release that strength over, over everybody listening right now that they would be strong enough to choose themselves and choose a better life for themselves. And we ask all this and we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Good one, Tisa. Great talking with you. Happy we were able to get on today. And um, we'll, uh, we'll talk soon. All right. Thanks for having me, Keith. See Love ya. you. Love you too. Bye.